Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Whether you're just wrapping up the night shift or on your way to start the day, we got what you need. Welcome to the morning shift. It's the most mid-team in history. A whole new way to start your day with nationally televised reporter Tiffany Blackman. Any pizza for me can be a personal. Can't wait. Former Falcons and Alabama offensive lineman Mike Johnson. I've had my butt shoot by Nick Saban a few times. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. And Atlanta sports radio guru, Bo Morgan. Do you know who I am? I'm Squid Bill. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? It's a new experience. And a new take on a sports morning show. The morning shift is on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now, here's Tiffany, Mike, and Bo. Good morning. It is Thursday here on the morning shift. I laugh at everything. Just let me be myself. But what are you laughing at that moment? Just... I don't know. I just felt like laughing. It's Thursday. I think I already said that. We're live in the Kia studios. It's Chess, Bo, and Tiff today. That's right. Sorry, Mike's Mafia. Yeah. Mike, uh, don't call in. Mike said he actually has kidding. rejected the Mafia, and that's why he chose not to come here. I'm sorry. I'm just a messenger. Just the messenger. Yeah, he's joined Squid Nation. You didn't know. This is kind of like a heel turn for Mike. He's, you can he's, choose to believe. He's joined the dark side. <laughs> Why are you all spreading lies while Mike's not here? No one's spreading lies. Who? Who? You two. What? Why is what your you mic mean? on? Because it can be. Uh, only Day Day's allowed to talk. No, I'm allowed to talk too. What do we- you mean lies? I just wanted to look. The truth needs to come out about Mike and Mike's mafia. And they deserve to know that he's the weakest of the weak leaders. So, you know, he may or may not have gotten taken out by one of his kids. Not trying to put his business in the streets. You guys are oh. saying this all while he you can't know, defend himself. Like, no, no, I feel like she's if you're the saying leader, that. If you're the leader of a mafia, you do whatever it takes to get the job done. And right now, I mean, the All-American is, he's hurting right now. And I'd say I'm hurting for him, but I think this is the demise that he might have deserved with him trying to really bring Mike's mafia to prominence. Wow. T- Tiffany, like, do, do you realize, like, why are you so savage this morning? Like, what's up with you? Why are you on demon time right now? I'm not. I just thought the people deserve to know that what their leader thinks of them. And so I just wanted to put the truth out there, you know? Sounds like somebody's recruiting right now. This is, like, <laughs> negative recruiting. Tiffany's turned into, like, Nick Saber. She's like Kirby Smart. She's like, hey. You know, old Nick's going to retire pretty soon. So, you know, you want to come on over to UGA and we'll win a couple of natties. That's what That's Tiffany's. what Lane Kiffin would do. <laughs> no, Lane Kiffin would be like, hey, we don't want you out of high school. We want you. You've now established yourself and someone else has coached you up at the college level and you've proven. Why don't you come on to Ole Miss? we got a bag for you. Come join us. So, look, I'm not saying that you need to cross over to any side. I'm just saying you might be on the wrong side in terms of who you're following. Yes. Because. You know, if I was if I was not feeling 100%, you know, 
I I would be here. Really? Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> I would run through a wall for. I think I think the Iron Man of this show is the guy people. that is. Uh, what would you? What did I say, Dylan? I am uh, sixty-six hours. Well, under sixty-six hours away from a seventy-two-hour water cleanse. You know, Bo. I have to say, I'm very proud of you too because during this water cleanse, you have not shown one sign of, of, you know, just being tired. You whoa, haven't been hangry. Whoa, whoa, like, whoa, whoa. can we? Bo has been really. He's been a lot someone, better than I thought he was going to be during this what time. What would you expect from someone out of Squid Nation? What do you mean? Kind of be a little sketchy, a little sketchy. Sleazy, you mean maybe do things a little bit. You know. Are you saying I'm on performance enhancing drugs during a water <laughs> cleanse, Tiffany? That is you know that is very maybe insulting. Maybe sneaking in some snacks. We don't see You think what he he's been sneaking home. in some shots of Mio Tiff? We don't see what he does at Let me home. tell you something. That's the thing I miss the most. I think that's what I miss the most. Is the it's not just the Mio, it's the well it is. That's all it Mio is is flavor and I do the energy which has caffeine in it. But I, I miss the caffeine tremendously the first two days. I did go to bed watching my Florida Gators upset number 10 Kentucky on the road last night in Lexington at Rupp Arena Day Day. That's right. I fell asleep, though, uh, at halftime because uh, I have no energy uh, lately. I've been so I got a I got a good I woke up at 245 this morning. Actually, it was 225. And I was like, I'm ready to go. Wait, the more important question is, is Mike continuing to be on this thing? No, he 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 had to bow out. out. And I understand. I understand the tap out. You know, he's sick. Uh, I know he's in a bad off way. That's why you 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 ridiculing him publicly is is a little rough. But you know you'll have to answer that, not what? me. Uh, I didn't say any of those what? things. I don't uh, know what you're talking about. But that being said, he did have to tap out, which I I, I texted. I said you 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 quit the cleanse, right? And he was like, Yeah, I had to. And I go, well, I was asking you to make sure you did because that would be that'd be just brutal. I'll go. And that's just another fact that maybe this sickness. I'm not saying he timed it out. Are you I'm saying not he faked saying, it? I'm not saying it's, you know, real or fake. I'm just saying the timing of it seems suspect. So if you're a member of Mike's Mafia, just keep that in mind, you know? Wow. Bone needed someone else to help him get through. She, could cut, she could cut a great WWE promo, man. <laughs> Tiffany. Well, she's cutting Mike pretty deep right now. What did Mike do to you? Nothing. <laughs> So if you want to go to a, if you, I mean, we Mike got the, really sh- nice the Suge Knight over here. I mean, she's like ruthless. Wow. <laughs> they call, I mean, holy smokes. Look, I'm just put, laying out the facts for Mike's Mafia, okay? You know what, Tiffany? You know why I like having you around? Because <laughs> you make me seem like a nice, caring, big heart, big hearted person. And, and most people try to. You know, say that I'm the other, but you make me look, look nice. Maybe we can ask anyone listening this morning. Am I a jerk? Mike is sick, and I wish him well. I do wish him well. I don't wish my. I'm just gonna crap well. on him while he's so, sick. Is what you're but saying? But what I'm gonna say is, I didn't want him to take me out this week. So, am I a jerk? Does that make me a jerk? I did express concern for him. What? No, you really expressed concern after you were like, I don't want to get sick. No, I, when he, te- like, he texted me, he did text me the day before yesterday, said that he was going to not, not be here yesterday. And I said, darn, bro, you know, I hope you get better soon. And we left it at that. And then when we found out he might have been up in the air touch and go about coming in today. How'd you react? That's when I needed to pump the brakes on the operation. 
That's when so. she basically said, "Yeah, uh, I don't want to get sick. Don't you know?" I did. But but wait, weren't you just a couple of minutes ago talking about? Oh, if it was me, I would have been here. Oh, Look, Mike isn't strong enough. Saying- oh, the All American is this, that, and the third. And then you're like, "Oh, but I don't want him to be here because I don't get sick." <laughs> like you're that's a little hypocritical. I don't think you t- use my words against me. Okay, I think Tiffany's dug her hole deep enough. I and, have. I've dug, and, I've dug a pretty deep hole this and, morning. And we can go ahead and talk about the fact that the Falcons have decided to... You want to uh, run point? Well, I, I just, I'm just i trying to save you from you. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Do what we're doing. So why don't you tell <laughs> us about the Falcons coaching hires and uh, reassignments for some of the coaches that were here on the previous staff? Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Falcons. Have named Jay Rogers as their defensive line coach and Steve Karnekia as chief of staff and coaching operations. Additionally, they will retain Dwayne Ledford as the run game coordinator uh, of the offense. We do know he was the offensive line coach. And he'll coach, say that. Yeah. So he'll stay in that role as well. Oh, it was broken up on this uh, on this write-up. So I was like, why does it say offensive? But it says offensive line. I just can't continue reading for some reason. TJ Yates. As quarterback, coach, assistant, head coach, and def- and defense, uh, Jerry Gray. So he's still going to be retained on the staff as well. We know the job that he did last season. Yeah, um, that's probably one of the biggest, biggest ones. Yeah, I yeah. mean, he's so important to the defensive secondary, not to mention uh, you know, being an assistant co- head coach to help Ra with all those things. And then senior defensive assistant Dave Huxtable, running backs coach Michael Petrie, director of coaching operations, Sarah Hogan and coaching operations assistant Donovan Ellison. So there you have it for uh, this addition and also people being retained on the Atlanta Falcons staff going into the season. Yeah, uh, with um, with some of these people, again, it, they're, they're, they're just people being keeping their jobs or in reassignments in T.J. Yates' situation. Dwayne Ledford's adding a title as a run game coordinator. It's really big to have Jerry Gray back. Steve Skarnakia, who you mentioned, he is basically the the chief of staff, which and he is has been here before. Yeah, he was here with DQ uh, and Raheem. And Raheem, yeah. For that uh, that that interim part, and he actually spent the last three years in New York with uh, Robert Sala as his chief of staff. So it's a return for uh, his his nickname is Scar. That's what people call him. Um, obviously, it's just uh, shortening his name. But his dad is the great Dante Scarnecchia, who was the offensive line coach for years. A great offensive line coach. In fact, one of the best to ever do it in the NFL with the Patriots. So he he's back. But um, I, I think really, Tiffany, the thing that, that we both talked about was just Jerry Gray and just how important it is for a guy like that. That was a, a heralded hire last year when he came in on Rod Nelson's staff. Yeah, and he had already some experience with a lot of players, or a few of the players, um, on the defense. So, right, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I think he had dealt with Jesse, Jesse at some Bates, point in time. Yeah. Uh, I think, um, what's uh, Okuda? Okuda, there we go. I didn't want to. I know. I was, I was like, putting like, it on you. What's I was like, the guy's name that I messed up? Uh, but, but yeah, so it's it's really good to have these guys back. Uh, you know, it's, We've talked to Jerry Gray on the show. We, we had have. him on twice. We had, yeah, we had him a couple of times. Yeah. Um, doesn't like Frank Bush is going to be back, which was the linebackers coach. He's a really good linebackers coach. Look, whatever you want to say about what this 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 defense had, you know, shortcomings at the very end, it was a really good defense for most of the year, and I felt like they just kind of ran out of gas. It's good to see that some of the guys in these positions that were strengths are back. We haven't heard, to my knowledge, about the tight ends coach. Actually, I don't think we've heard about linebackers coach either. 
Uh, but, but So we haven't heard about those two, which makes me think that they're going in a different direction and not hiring Justin Pill, who was a tight ends coach, or Frank Bush, who was linebacker's coach. They're not bringing those guys back. That's just my gut feeling, unless they wanted to interview other people and them. But that's what my gut feeling will be on those. When we come back, let's get you a little college football and some updates on maybe one of your favorite stadiums in the area because your experience – if you like to crack a cold one, it's about to be enhanced. We'll tell you about that next here on the Morning Shift on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's more than just sports talk. This is The Morning Shift. I'm in. Me too. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. One, two, three. It's time to take a look at today's top headlines. This is the front page on The Morning Shift. This hour is brought to you by Morgan & Morgan. Injured, hire Morgan & Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. All right. We're opening up the front page, and we're going to some college football now. Georgia, UGA, will sell beer in Sanford Stadium during the 2024 season. This was announced by Athletic Director Josh Brooks and the Athletic Association board meeting where they came up with this decision. So beer sales will go down in Sanford Stadium this fall. Brooks explained that UGA took a conservative approach in regards to selling beer, but that Georgia now feels ready to make such sales possible. We wanted to be methodical about it, he said. We wanted to take our time and do it right. It wasn't a race to just do something without proper preparation. So, Yeah, they've, they've sold it in premium seating, which is essentially suites. Now it's going to be for the general public as well, completely through it, and it's a big change. Um, they're kind of one of the last ones to go to it because Stegman Coliseum started selling it in 21 and 22. Their, uh, their, their baseball and softball field started selling it in 22. The tennis place started selling it in 23. And I was reading, uh, I was reading about it, Tiffany, and I was reading the, what their – it said the official sponsors of UGA football was Dos Equis, Creature Comforts, and Twisted Tea. Have you ever had Twisted Tea? I have not. It's twist, twist Tea's been around, right? I, yeah. I've never yeah, been I for had it. That's got alcohol in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Twisted yeah. Tea. I've never, I've never, I don't think <laughs> I've ever had it. But then they also have uh, Domestics, which is, you know, your Bud, your Miller, and your Coors Light. It, it's weird because they're they're a little, they're the la- they're one of the last two football stadiums to not sell beer. Throughout the stadium. The other is uh, Jordan Hare in Auburn. So they're kind of like the last one to it. I know Georgia Tech's been selling beer in stands from what, I, what, I, what I've heard for, for a while as well. Hmm. Um, someone that's currently not drinking. <laughs> I'm bringing that up like your water cooler. Well, so. I'm not drinking so. either right now until oh, maybe yeah, 11.53 this morning. Um, and I'm like, just, I'm but like no, I mean, oh, that's what I'm like. First thing back is drop a cold beer. But he said they wanted to do it right, whatever their reasonings are. Uh, you'll now be able to enjoy a beer, not just at your tailgate, but actually while you're inside the stadium. Let me ask you, I, don't, I know you've been to games in, in the past when you were younger and now you work them, but 
I mean, do college? You think, yeah. No, I was a you know, you know my illustrious soccer career. But you never went to a, a Georgia State game? They didn't have a team when I was in school. I'm old, remember? Oh, that's right. I forgot you were um, old. I forgot you were as old as me. Stop it. And then uh, I think I got to go to one UGA football game. And I don't know why it lined up. Maybe we had a bye week or something. But every other weekend was was taken for, yeah. I don't think it's going to – I don't think it's going to change. Like, I, I know people – I know the fear is, well, you're going to have a bunch of college students getting – Getting drunk. Well, they're still going to ID, which means the kids that are under yeah. 21 are still going to do it the same way they've been doing it. But that being said, I, I think it might it, it might slow down the guy that knows he doesn't have to get completely obliterated. and then Before his, going in. Yes, and yeah. his plan is to sober up. He can drink regularly and then go in there and continue to drink. Like, I don't think it's going to be this, uh, this just – ridiculousness that people kind of first thought when they thought about colleges having, you know, booze and, and stadiums. I mean, we see more videos of of bad fan um, or interaction in the pros than we do in college games. You're, yeah. I have not really seen a lot of the viral videos of someone getting. It seemed to always be at NFL stadiums. I mean, you know, like the Raiders <laughs> and the Rams. Uh, it made me think, because I'm going to Vegas next week, as we, all, as we all know, but I still haven't been drinking yet, so I'm going to hope I can hold strong. Well, isn't today February 1st? But I wasn't doing a dry January. I so just what was, were you doing? Like just, a- I just didn't want to drink. I just felt like it didn't enhance my life in any way. So how long is this going to last? I don't know. I didn't miss it the last couple weekends I was at. I, I didn't miss it, so. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, this tweet comes from Kevin Weeks as we get back to your college football news. Or not college football news, because I can read, apparently. Uh, We're talking about hockey here. We're in the front page. So, uh, major potential NHL expansion update. This is what Kevin Weeks said on X. Exciting news from Georgia. Forsyth County is about to greenlight the arena project, a significant step towards a potential pro hockey team. Stay tuned for updates as buzz around this groundbreaking development continues. And, of course, Kevin Weeks, he's a broadcaster uh, and an analyst, ESPN, NHL, TSN, NHL.com. So uh, a lot of a lot of hockey in there. But would you be excited to have a, a team back here yeah, in Atlanta? Yeah, I would. About everything else. I would be excited for a team here to have a good owner. And I hope that we can find a good owner. Um, that's what I would be excited for because the, the hockey has felt in Atlanta twice, and I think – both times it was – I know the last time, 100%. It was because of the ridiculously poor ownership group and the Atlanta spirit. So remind me, was it – so I, I was in school and we had the Thrashers. So was it still the – was it always the Thrashers and it failed and came back? No, it was okay. the Atlanta Flames. And okay. then they moved to Calgary. And that was the original. That was, I think, late 70s, early 80s. You Don't don't quote me on the time, time span, but then the Thrashers expanded in the 90s which was the Atlanta Spirit Group, who at the time also owned the Atlanta Hawks. Hawks. Okay. And it just they just had a bad business model. They weren't willing to put money into the team. It 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 solely failed because of the ownership group. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that the second time around. Now I hope this time around they they go they can we if we if this happens, first off, can we go with a new name? Can we not use we can't use the flames, obviously. Don't I don't want to use the Thrashers. Let's find a different name. Let's find just something, I don't know, just something different. 
anything. Okay. I don't want to do Thrashers, but the other thing is this is up in Forsyth County, which a lot of people think, why are they doing it up there? That's ridiculous. Well, I think that they've done research on a lot of the people that play hockey that would attend hockey games. You remember the Atlanta? Remember the uh, the, the Knights? Yeah. I think they were up uh, up in like the Gwinnett area. Yeah, yeah, they played in Gwinnett, right? Yeah. So, and they have the hockey team now uh, in, in, in Gwinnett. So, the Gladiators. Gladiators. So, that's one of the reasons. But also, look, a new owner coming in, you're going you're gonna to bid for all these rights. You have to bid a fee to get a team. You have to pay for, obviously, the other costs that this, this is going to um, have that comes with it. So, you want an area like a battery-type area. That's the new model for stadiums. You're never going to replicate the, the the battery. That's somewhat of the standard. Wrigleyville was the OG because everybody thought about Wrigleyville and what they had all the way down, all around Wrigleyville. They built, and obviously Wrigley's an old stadium, but they built it up. That's one of the reasons why they're going up there. They want to be around the people they think are going to attend, be season ticket holders, and they also want to build an area around it like a battery type thing where you can make money off of the the team or the 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 area year round. Do you think people that are in Atlanta that want to watch hockey are going to make the drive up there to go to a game? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't I don't know if you're going to have look, it would be a good investment to be a season ticket holder just to yes. have tickets to sell. It's actually kind of the reverse too if you're thinking about people coming from Gwinnett to go to a Falcons game, go to a Hawks game. It's it is the same thing. Just you just flip it. It, just it was tunnel vision, you know. Living this city life. Look, Forsyth <laughs> County is not Cobb. I no. get it. I know that. I'm un, I'm very aware. But we were all told how big of a debacle. And I was one of the people that was like, hey, there's no way this battery's going to work. Simply from a logistical standpoint with traffic. And somehow, they have done a phenomenal job up there with traffic in, in that area. So that's going to be one of the things they're tasked with is getting people in and out of that area. They're going to have to probably look at... Uh, you know, fixing whatever they're trying. I don't, I'm not overly familiar with the, the, the area of Forsyth County up there where they're going to try to put this, but you know they're going to fix traffic and, and, and add lanes and stuff for that like they did here uh, for the for the battery in Cobb County. You probably have a lot of space. Yeah, yeah I'd imagine. Gotta, yeah. But, but, so I don't think it's just, up oh, not going to work. I think there's a really good chance it'll work. And they want, they want to, if they're making money year-round off of that area, then it, it it helps fund the team and it helps keep them around. They just gotta you gotta find the right owner. It, it's like we talk about the Falcons. Doesn't matter who the coach is. Find the right quarterback with it with a franchise a start like this and being hockey. You're gonna have to find the right owner. And Atlanta didn't do that last time. All right, when we come back here, I was gonna tiptoe around this. I have to figure out. I, I made another men generalization while we were off air. Men love blank. And so, <laughs> but then, you know, if I say what it is, like, that means I feel like it could snowball, you know? No, it's okay. Say it. It could snowball within the segment, too. It'll snowball real fast. You mean kind of like when you just uh, destroyed our, our our co-host, our friend, our compadre? I don't compadre know what you're talking about. In the so, first segment? Destroyed him? You no, know I really did see off on mic. But uh, anyway, men love this. I don't know why. Actually, I probably do know why, which is why it's a slippery slope. But we'll get back to that on the other side when we come back and hit a TV's timeout on the morning shift on Sports Radio, 19 on the game.
the day the right way with the morning shift. With Tiffany, Mike, and Bo. All right. All right. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back here on the morning shift, and we have a TV's timeout to get to, but let's project here and maybe try to predict some potential moves that we could see the Falcons make with the help of an article that we can use to generate this discussion. Bo found this. Um, ESPN basically saying that uh, Broncos, they're clearly, which <laughs> I was up there for that game when all the turmoil happened, seems like they're probably going to move on from Russell Wilson, right? So this article predicts that he's going to end up landing in Atlanta as a free agent signee. Yeah, it's kind of actually a pretty team-friendly deal. It's a three-year, $36 million deal with 20 guaranteed, so essentially the first two seasons. And they have it they have it worked out where just uh, the biggest scuttlebutt in the city is Justin Fields, trade, trade, Justin Fields. They actually have the, the Raiders trading uh, – with the Bears for Justin Fields, where they, they they trade for a second and a seventh in this year's draft, and they take over Justin Fields, and that's where he starts over, and then the Falcons would get Russell Wilson. The, the other caveat to this Russell Wilson thing, Tiffany, which I know will pique your interest, <laughs> is that they have the Falcons then going in with pick 74, which I believe would be the third round, and they have them getting one Bo Nix as kind of the let's uh, let's see if he can be that guy kind of thing. It's kind of funny because if you think about this, you know what it reminds me of? Now, what? I'm not saying it would be the same, but the first thing that comes to mind is, could this be Matt Flynn, Russell Wilson 2.0, where the Seahawks go and sign a veteran now, wasn't a starter, he was a backup, he had, a, he had what, two good – one good game, I think, with the Packers when Aaron they sat Aaron Rodgers after the uh, 2010. They win the Super Bowl in 2010, 2011 season. They're 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 like 15 and one or something, or 14 and one. The last game of the season, they sit Aaron Rodgers, yeah. and Matt Flynn goes off, and so everyone goes, "Well, you know, look, Matt Flynn. I mean, he can play. He's just been backing up. Let's go sign him." So Seattle signs and they 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 draft Russell Wilson in the third round, and then. Russell Wilson beats him out in training camp. I'm not saying that would happen, but that's just the first thing I hear is Russell Wilson coming on a three-year deal, similar. But you said this would be the third round, right? Yeah. Doesn't that give people flashbacks? Isn't that where? Well, that's where Desmond Ritter was, was taken, drafted, yes. Right? But, so, but Bo Nix played at a Power 5 school, two of them. But I, I think I think that's – I feel like I, – I, this is not looking at – this is not looking at anybody else out there or any other positions out there. But it seems that seems late to me for a Bo Nix player. I don't know. It, I, I think he's a great player. I think he has potential to be a really good NFL player. The reason it seems late to you and to, to me, really, is the fact that it is a position that seems to be in great need right now. There yes. is a lot of quarterback lot of needy teams. And this, this, this article even has – the. And this is where these are – remember, these are just articles, and we're yes. just talking about them. And, and by the way, I should say, this was Michael Rothstein um, – or Stein, excuse me, uh, reporting this for ESPN, just giving their he wrote predictions. The Falcons he part. wrote the Falcons part of this. Yeah. They have – now, in this, the quarterbacks, they have Caleb Williams going one, uh, 
obviously, to the Bears. Washington takes Drake May at two. The Patriots then take Jaden Daniels at three. Michael Penix would fall to 39, which what we've got to understand is we might be overvaluing what some teams value uh, these quarterbacks based because we know how needy these teams are. So we might be saying, oh, oh, they, they need them. They need him. They need this quarterback. They're going to draft him early. They might not. They might go get it because they even have J.J. McCarthy going 42nd. Yeah. Uh, and then Pratt, Michael Pratt from Tulane is 76, and the Steelers take Jordan Travis, who obviously coming off injury at 84. There's, there's size concern about Jordan Travis. He's kind of fell under the radar. Something else that uh, is in this when it's – talking about uh, the articles talking about Bonex going 74 to the Falcons is that uh, it has the understanding that he and Desmond Ritter could battle for the number two spot. Yeah. And they could carry the other guy on the roster as a third quarterback if they wanted and make it, it could make them the, the emergency quarterback, which essentially teams are going to have emergency quarterbacks. Now that's just, they're not, they're going to take advantage of that spot that they don't have. That it's uh, kind of a they're not taking an active roster spot away on game day, and they can they can kind of just leave them in limbo, but dressed out in case they need them. I would expect probably you would think that Desmond would 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 go into the year that way as as the backup. Again, it's all speculation, but yeah. it's fun to think about because basically they have only three quarterbacks going in the first round. That's it. They have three quarterbacks going in the first round. Everyone else drops out. If you if this season wouldn't have played out so quarterback needy in the NFL, we hadn't seen so many backups, I think this would be the, logically the way the draft would probably go. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that happening. The other thing you like about Knicks, too, is that he's completing 77% of his passes. Again, this was the college game, but he's not prone to turning the ball over. Well, and this is uh, – I think this Zach Robinson system is not going to be the exact same, but it's going to be a lot more of what he's used to, these short, quick passes, guys running away. That was the thing that, that bogged down the, the Arthur Smith system for me with Desmond, I thought, a lot, and with Heineke is they were all long-developing plays, and they were two, a lot of two, you know, two, we saw a lot of two-man routes, and you obviously have to upgrade the receiver position in some way and bring in another guy. Now, you wouldn't be doing it with three there, but you know the Senior Bowl. There's we talked about Roman Wilson and Lad McConkey yesterday showing out. Ricky Pearsall, a guy from Florida, he's another kind of guy that fits in that slot position. He can play. He can really play everywhere. He's six one, uh, right around two hundred pounds, so a bigger bodied guy, and he can run every route. He can create separation and he can make a contested catch. He did that at Florida a lot. So there's going to be guys throughout the draft if you need to go get one. Let's hit a TB's timeout. Now listen up. Now let's take a look at what's going on in Tiffany's world. This ain't funny. With TB's timeout on the morning shift. Brought to you by MaximumCashHomeBuyers.com. Fair cash offers for as-is homes. Don't waste your time with repair. Call 678-902-2000. All right. So I'm looking for a gown for Vegas for the NFL honors because um, I'll be out there. Working the red carpet, it seems, is one of my assignments. Pretty tough job. I'm just kidding. But yeah, uh, sounds, I'm excited sounds, about that. Sounds, it actually thought, sounds actually, really fun. It will be a lot of fun. And there's a lot of other uh, things in the works for me that I'll be going around. I'm not assigned one of the teams. I've got two of them. my other colleagues, um, A.J. Ross and Aditi Kinkabala, are both assigned to the teams in this game. Uh, 
I am going to be giving the flavor of Vegas. So I got, I pulled the, the fun straw. And so one of those assignments will be the NFL honors. And so I'm searching for a gown. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to balance the opinion. I got dudes in here with me. Not that, you know, you need dudes opinion. Just say it. We're dress shopping in here. We're dress shopping. Yeah. I'm dress shopping with Bo. Okay. And so I asked his opinion on two different dresses. And I asked another male opinion on another dress. So it was heavily, heavy sequence. Because I'm like, I'm going to Vegas. I should just do it big. Yeah, why wouldn't you? I mean, but then it's the Vegas. dress has a hefty price tag, and I'm like, a national oh, it's TV. a one-time thing. I don't, I don't know. So, but I was debating it, and then I showed another dress today that did not have sequins, just a really pretty dress. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, that's nice." So I was like, "Man, like, why do men love sparkles?" And well, I, and I, it, I know, I know. We so love I'm not shiny things, there, Tiff. But yeah, really it's like do. shiny things. Like, what are you? That's what are I you, said. Is it? It's not. Don't come for me. Are you guys really that simple? Yeah. Well, can, can I? Like I throw I, some sparkles on it, and it's like. I mean, well, it just the shine looks good. Let's be. Let's just. Let's just dumb it down. Day Day, I think you. You'll. You'll. D- Dylan kind of seems like he's covering for himself. The shininess in most of those sequin dresses, and and, and they, 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 they're always shaped to accentuate the right. Features, but so does a plain and, dress. Yeah, but the shiny stuff makes us see it. <laughs> whoa, whoa. It draws okay, the sorry. attention. It's such Thank a hot you. topic. What it, did you say? It, it draws the attention. Draws our eyes in. Where? Oh, that's shiny. Oh, that's very well, yes, shiny. very shiny. All right, very shiny. Yeah, so and very I've shiny been, is code, by the way. If you don't know that, I've been messing up my entire life. I should just wear sparkles everywhere. <laughs> I'm really just. I mean, kidding. if you want. Your DMs to stay lit up, then yes. No, I wouldn't say I sparkles, I but I would say if you add some glitter to your uh, your, <laughs> little your wardrobe, it would turn a little shine to your life. Shine, you guys are crazy. Yeah. I'll, I'll show Day Day and, and Dylan the options. You guys are in a different. Uh, we're separated from them by glass, so um, at the side of the glass. Cool name for side show of the glass, too. Producing this show, so I'll have to get y'all's take on it. And then my female friends on the opposite end are like, Nah, sparkles look cheap. Sometimes sparkles look real. They can look if it's not done right. You can look cheap out there. I, I did like the uh, the Jessica Ra- Rabbit dress that you There's showed. There's a red me. dress I showed him. Looks like now he's Jessica calling Ra- it Jessica Rabbit dress. You know who Jessica Rabbit is, right? From that movie, right? Yeah, it's Roger, it's Roger yeah, Roger Rabbit's Roger. girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good movie. Yeah, I love that, that movie. So, I don't know. I'll get y'all's take on it. The other, you know, there's colors. There's a lot Just of. Don't stuff get the involved. pink one. I do agree with your female your your female friend though that. If you do sparkles wrong, sparkles can look very tacky, tacky yes. because I've seen tacky sparkles, and that's not a good look. Where'd you see those tacky sparkles? At? Uh, Don't talk know, about your pink pony experiences. Uh, it wasn't, no, it wasn't there. I mean, just you know, you go to any club, and you know, they they think it's right, but it ain't right. Just do me a favor. All right. Don't do the pink one because you look like a Valentine's Day mascot in that one. Uh, okay, I will, I will not. All get right. The, Don't do the not, pink one. Pink one's out. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of the pink. I don't know. Day Day, okay. what do you think? Pink. I got to see it. I got to see it. But, I mean, you know, it just depends on the pinks. Day Day's the fashion icon out of everybody on the on the morning show. Well, shift, and so. we have Club Day Day today. We, have, we do have Club Day Day Actually, today. I would not wear a button-up to a club, believe it or not. Really? No. What, what, what's your that club was attire? Like, I, it just depends. Well, one, I don't really do the clubs anymore. I'm more of a lounge guy. Lounge, yeah. Um, I, I love Lounges um, are better Clubs are yeah. mm. Now I like short sleeve button ups But long sleeve button ups really? I'm not really a fan yeah. of I'm not a fan yeah. of Maybe short was it like buttons. back in the 2000s That was the early all... 2000s yeah. But then once Jay-Z said We don't do button ups no more We stopped We stopped Did you ever wear a sweater vest? 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did too. I'm not going to lie. See, women's fashion back then, there's this funny Instagram account. It shows how we would wear blazers and stuff to to go out. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It was wild. I'm like, yeah. these were wild times. Like, why am I looking like I'm going to a meeting at work, but I'm 21 going to a club? Did you have shoulder pads in the yeah, blazers? You just wear, not shoulder pads, <laughs> but you would just wear, like, all these heavy necklaces, and it was just a really tragic time. Some of those looks are coming back, though. Hey, have you ever done a red carpet real quick? Is this your first red carpet? No. Uh-uh. You've done it before. I've done not. I've not like. I've not worked it to interview people, but I've walked the red carpet to go to. Uh, I did uh, NFL honors uh, in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The question is that, of course, big time blackman has been on a red carpet no, before. Not freak, I wouldn't say it's a frequent thing, and in this case, I don't even know if I'll be. I'll be on the rope on the other side talking to really uh, important people. There's one dress that <laughs> has sports. the straps on the side of the arm, and I'm worried about her, her microphone arm. I was very arm. worried about the function. I'm like, that, that might get annoying. You might be cutting that strap off. Functionality of the dress. All right. This hour is brought to you by Morgan and Morgan Injured. Hire Morgan and Morgan, America's largest injury law firm. Well, at 7 o'clock, we will be back right here. We'll break down the new additions and some familiar faces that are going to be rounding out this Atlanta Falcons coaching staff. That's coming up here on the morning shift on Sports Radio 929 The Game. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.